looks good on my side. How's yours? Hello, hello, hello. You are listening Sick. to 92111. Do you remember the Grand Theft Auto? Fuck, I, I always yeah. try to remember like the, the station names yeah, and that yeah. shit. <laughs> I just got the whole Grand Theft Auto fucking like trilogy on Nintendo Switch. When like I'm on the road or like doing some shit or I have to fly a lot, like I just fucking like, play it. Like GTA three, Vice City, all that shit. San yeah, Andreas. So GTA three, Vice City, and San Andreas all in one little thing. Oh my fucking it's god. Nuts. Which yeah, one do you find yeah. yourself on most? Vi- Vice City was yeah. so cool because when I was like a wee wee little kid, I probably shouldn't have been playing it, but my yeah. brother was like a Uber nerd. Yeah. And uh he was there like the night it was released and I went to like yeah. GameStop and we were like waiting in line. I'm like, oh, this is sick and i remember we went home and we played that game all night and then i had school the next day and i think i was in like you know fifth grade or something or sixth grade or something and like <laughs> i had no sleep bro and i was just playing it and i remember playing it religiously for like two weeks and then it was the same way with like tony hawk like, yo I used to play tony hawk like a dirty slut like i would be bro like, i do not fucking fuck day. around on yeah. tony hawk yeah bro i was a uh, tony hawk four and yeah four was my jam four was dope man yeah. three three was the one that did it for me and three then all of them were just really good and i'm here to, today to tell you that tony hawk follows me on instagram yeah <laughs> look at me now mom i made it <laughs> you look know, at me now mom <laughs> i have a couple of things where i try to like avenge my young self oh yeah of like things i wanted that i couldn't get and yeah. i think i still need to buy the shorties muska remember the red the white and then the bottom the tail was red you ready for this bro so Please. i have i had two of those bad boys no from chad muska fuck yep and I was trying to be homies with my boy Mod Son like years ago. And he really wanted one. Like he saw it and he was like freaking out. I'm like, you know what? I'm that dude, bro. Dude. Where I get more joy giving shit to people, you know? Yeah. So I just showed up his house. I was like, here you go, bro, man. I know you got like a skateboard wall. Put that bitch up there and enjoy yourself. And he was like, oh, thanks, man. And then I ended up giving away the other one too. So I gave them both away. Fuck. Yeah. Like respect to you, but damn, that's no, like a I'm fucking an idiot, bro. <laughs> I give away like everything. Like if you came over to my house, you're like, bro, I love that hat. I'm like, oh, you want it? You can have it. <laughs> really though, I think that's nice. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I feel you though to a fault, perhaps. But um, anyway, where are all my friends? Chad Tepper, thanks for being here, dude. Mm-hmm. I was saying, uh. I get pretty hype on episodes where the association from good people leads it to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know you don't do podcasts often. Shout out to Nico. Uh, shout out to Fish, I guess, too, because that was like an initial. Oh, yeah, Fish. Yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. listen. Fish is the dirtiest slut I've ever known, and I love him to death. <laughs> that kid gets around, LA. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, my manager, Nico, is not a good guy. He's holding me hostage. <laughs> He's like, I hate him. I'm just kidding. He's but, behind the couch right now. <laughs> nah, he's in Hawaii, bro. That's kind of why I hate him right now. He's in Hawaii, and I have this podcast, and I was kind of making a song over here. I was like, eh, I gotta go to work today. Nico's in Hawaii. What a fucking jerk! Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Nico, bro. Just kidding, bro. I love you. No, <laughs> which but, episode should I put out first? His or yours? The fuck, Nico? So people come into it. And everybody, like, fuck this go, guy. go check out the last episode with uh, <laughs> Nico. You should literally just title it Chad Tepper's Manager. That'd be such a burn. <laughs> <laughs> He's accomplished nothing else. <laughs> just 
Chet Tepper's manager. That's it. <laughs> like actually, the parentheses is just that's it. <laughs> Holy fuck, bro! I paid twenty bucks, man. Dude, you we should. should <laughs> well, because you can update titles like it's like not fixed. So I'll do it for a day. Like we'll air it, and oh then I'll do it so you can take the screenshot. <laughs> I'll do it. I really will. Uh, sorry, Nico, if you're watching this. Uh... It's, it's just funny because he's like such an excellent person. You know, like when people are such great people, it's more fun to talk shit on them. Yeah, he he's excellent. I'm just kidding. I'm really <laughs> no, Nico, Nico's great, bro. Nico, uh, you know, I'm the piece of shit and he's like the the God-fearing Christian, like good guy. And I'm just like, eh, who cares? <laughs> yeah. You, know, you need one of those. What I'm stoked about with you, though, is I know a bit of your story. But like legit two minutes before we started recording, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize like there's like even more to your story that I didn't know. Yeah. I just realized that your phone number is is Florida. So don't we tell realized, too many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're both born in. Are, are you born and raised? Yeah. So I was born in Orlando, Florida. Okay. And then I moved to Merritt Island, Florida, which is by the Cocoa Beach. Yeah. So kind of you said you were in Tampa. So that's like yeah. the other coast yeah, where, yeah. where they shoot the rockets off and shit. Well, you yeah. kind of got that, though. You have uh, Kennedy Space Center yep. or wherever that is. Yep. I don't know. We have like some cruise ships and like some like cruise ships car, are dope, bro. like ports of industry. I don't fucking know. Oh, I yeah. like Florida though. Do you fuck with Florida? I I think Florida's fucking dope. Florida's great, bro. Like I I love the theme parks. I love the nature. I love that it rains like every day during the summer. Yeah. Like that's so beautiful. Like yeah. I fucking love that. But that's like people in Florida, they they don't chase their dreams. Yeah. Like I know so many people that were doing so much amazing, talented, badass shit and they didn't chase their dreams. Mm. Like and like when I remember when I told everybody I was moving to New York, then I was moving to LA, like they were like Oh my god! I remember that. There's no, there's no way you're gonna make it out there. Yeah. Think, think about how many talented people are out there. Yeah. You think you're gonna make it? Wow. Why would you make it? Damn, so you did. Like, you got a yeah. lot of that. Yeah. How long did you stay there though? Because, like, I guess take me to the point. You've you've lived a lot of lives. Like, oh. it was your first like, yo, this is it, skateboarding? Bro, I'm gonna tell you this right now, bro. I'm 30 years old, and I've okay. lived more life than fucking like 99 percent of people. Like I've done some crazy, like I'll just give you the highlights because it's fucking insane, bro. I'm fascinated. Um, <laughs> got married when I was like 18, 19 years old. The fuck? Um, fucking, that was the dumbest mistake of my fucking life. That's early. Uh, turned pro at skateboarding when I was 19 years old. 19? Uh, Who did 19, you skate for? I skated for uh, this company called Murderite Skateboards. They were a sister company of like Creature yeah. and... Uh, What's the other brands that they have? Then I skated for like independent and yeah. I skated for DNA energy drink, which is a big energy drink company from Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And I skated for Cocoa Beach Skate Park. And then I was like on so many like companies, but the company that turned me pro was uh murderized skateboards. And then I skated for Steve O shoe company called Sneaks. Do you remember no those? Oh shit. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From that, I got into like doing reality television and I got into doing fucking modeling and then I got into acting and doing commercials. And then from that, I got into like fucking all this other bullshit. And then I like, I've managed like Dillard's department store. Like I Holy fucking fuck. worked in the mall at like PacSun. I worked at a mini golf place, like cleaning out the lagoon. I worked at a smoothie <laughs> place. I was a fucking janitor. Like yeah. I like. 
I've done so much fucking shit, man. You did and the thing like when we would like tour, when we'd come home from tour, it was always the challenge to yeah. see like the most random job that you could get. Cleaning the lagoon at the mini golf is fucking up bro, there. That's it was good. fucked, bro. I fucking, um, yeah, I, I moved back from New York and I came to, to Florida yeah. and I had like no money and I was fucking completely broke and nowhere to live because my mom was living in a trailer Holy and I had, fuck. I had nowhere to go. And my brother was like, I'll help you build a shed in the backyard. And I was like, Oh fuck. All right. So we go to home Depot. Uh, he loans me like two, $300 and we built a shed, uh, dirt the, floors the, and fucking two by fours with just fucking plywood. And like it, when it would rain, like it would fucking leak in and shit. And like you I, straight up, lived, I lived like, like that for like three it. fucking months, bro. Oh yep. Yep. Wait. Okay. But the, the, the timeline of all this yeah. is fucking insane. So yeah, yeah. Growing up in Florida, yeah. you start skating by like 16, maybe even earlier. No, if you're really no I started skating when it. I was 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're pro by 19, you have years in the game. But for me, I had such a rough fucking childhood. Like, really? So I was homeless when I was a kid. What the From fuck, From the age of dude? 5 to 12. What? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. What I is your in, life? I this know, is insane. Bro, you don't even know like the half of it. Like, There's some crazy shit. So like, I was homeless from the age of 5 to 12, and we lived in cars and tents out of the road shitty hotels on like i drive international yeah, drive you yeah know? like fucking crack fucking out fucking shitty hotels are like 20 bucks a night it's crazy like, i know stay. that i know yeah, what yeah, you're talking yeah, about yeah. i know i drive yeah. and then the whole time that i was homeless we i still went to school like my mom and dad wanted me to have an education which i it's great but like i, I didn't use it <laughs> right so like i was homeless from the age of five to 12 and then when i was 12 years old we uh I'll never forget it. We were like fucking camping out and like this went on for years, bro. Like getting eaten by mosquitoes, like almost dying, seeing people getting murdered, like the most fucked up shit you can imagine as a little kid. Like I fucking went through it, like, <sighs> you know, freezing and and always going to sleep hungry every night and like, you know, just like horrible shit. Like I, I live that shit. Do you bro. like wake up every day now being like, holy fuck, we did it. Honestly, bro, I look at my life and like I have fucking you know, two Mercedes Benz. I live in like a $3.5 million house. I have like a hot ass fucking girlfriend, like signing like one of the best fucking rock labels, like millions of followers on social media, like songs with like, I brought just song with, I'm the only person in history to ever have a song featuring Simple Plan. Oh, like, really? I grew up listening to Simple Plan. Like that's fucking insane. Yeah. Only person okay, in the so world. So it's not lost on, on you. No, bro. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very, very, very blessed and very, very happy. But it's so crazy like, to me, bro. How yeah. so? Okay, so at twelve, what changes? Yeah. Like that. It's rare yeah, yeah. to hear that. So fucking weird. So fucking weird. Because I remember the first day we were homeless. Yeah. Because we were living in this house, and then I was talking to my mom, and I remember this, and I'm like, "Where are we going?" And she's like, "I don't know. I don't know." And then, like, looking back, I don't remember a lot. Yeah. But I remember living in campsites. And I remember, like, seeing alligators and, like, all this crazy, like, just crazy shit. I remember that. I remember that going on for years and years and years and all these horrid experiences, which I have, like, bad PTSD from. And, like, I can I, fucking imagine. So, like, like every, uh, don't cry. Uh, every night I have uh, horrible nightmares, like, horrific nightmares every single fucking night. And it's it, sometimes it's very hard to be me because my my whole day life is so fucking hectic and crazy and I'm dealing with all these different things and everyone's saying shit about me or everyone this or that or I'm trying to, you know, make it or make more money or take care of people and do everything I can. And then I go home 
and I pass out to go to sleep and that should be your escape time. But for me, it's not. Oh I have every night I have nightmares of people chasing me down, trying to kill me. Every night I have nightmares of it's the end of the world. Every night I have nightmares of different things like and just because like pure fucking survival off of being a kid and like yeah, legitimately like sleep was a thing that wasn't like guaranteed or like wherever you are. Holy fuck. So then yeah. 12 years old, it gets better. Yeah. So um my dad used to get petitions signed. Like you know, my, my dad had a job where he worked at the convention center doing trade shows, designing yeah. for it, making a little bit of money. Yeah. But jobs like that, it wasn't a secure job where you worked every single day, you know, five days a week. You worked when they needed you. Yeah. So he would work and make his money, but when he wasn't doing that, he'd pick up odd-end jobs. Yeah. And he used to have this job where he would stand in front of post offices or Walmarts and ask people, sign this petition, sign this petition. Yeah. And then he would get a dollar a petition. No, and man. then he would fucking, you know, we'd take that money we made for the day, 20, 30, 40, $100 and go and get a hotel room, get dinner. But if he didn't have a good day, he'd be fucked. And, and, and I remember during the summer, like I would be chilling in the car, hot summer, fucking Florida day. My brother, my mom, my other brother and my dad getting petition signed. And I'm just sitting at the post office in the fucking car with nothing to fucking do, bro. Like going ape shit crazy. And like. Yeah, bro. Like, li life life was fucked, bro. Like, we used to go to Subway and we would get a foot long sub and cut it up into five pieces and like, that's my dinner. Holy like, fuck, bro. Or or that's what I'm eating all day. So how did it get better though? Like, so my my dad would go to these post offices and get people to sign stuff, and I guess this this person kind of saw what was, what was going, going on. on. And was like, hey, are you guys like homeless? Like, what's up? Da, 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 da. And, um, I don't know the whole story. I wish I talked to my dad more about this. But sometimes like the lives that we've been through, it's it's kind of good to not bring shit up to people that like my dad, like heart problems and like he was older. And like, so sometimes you don't want to talk about. Yeah, you, you don't want to bring him back to shit. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like to this day, like my mom had, bro, my mom, you think my life's crazy, bro? My mom's had the craziest life fucking ever. And my dad would tell me about it and I've asked stories, but like now my mom's getting older and it's like, I can't bring this shit up to her. Right. Yeah. Like, like my mom ran away from home when she was 12 and she's been on her own since she was 12 years old. Your fucking family. And, Talk and, about grit. And, and my mom and dad, my dad met my mom at a Christmas orphanage party. Jesus. When she was 16. Yeah, bro. So like, is your family like insanely proud of you to like. Uh, I don't think they realize what I'm doing. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they really realize what I'm doing. The crazy thing ever is like when when my dad met, met my mom, he was like a multi, multi-millionaire. Like, like, like my the Tepper family, like if you look up Tepper family, like very, very rich bloodline. Very rich bloodline. Yeah. They, it, I'm telling you, bro. One day there'll be a book or like a movie or some shit, but Fucking. this lady, uh, I guess, had a house that was in the hood in yeah. Orlando, like yeah. over by UCF area. It's nice now, but back in the day on like Colonial Drive, like it was fucking bad. Like there was crack houses at the end of the street. Like my dad would be like, don't ride your bike to the end of the street. Like do not go anywhere near that house. And they'd be like, my dad would call them like zombies because they would just like walk because it'd be Facts. so cracked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like a little kid seeing that shit, like it's fucked up, bro. So what happened was we moved, we moved in this house. And I remember that night, like it was like, I'll never forget in my life, we're fucking. We used to make uh, spaghetti, yeah. so, but we would make it on the bonfire because that was the only way to cook. We didn't have microwaves or a fucking hot plate. So we would have a little grill and we would put fucking pasta, right? And we would put pasta in it with water 
with no sauce. Like that's what we would eat for fucking dinner. And like the craziest thing ever was the fire of wood would go up into the fucking uh, food. So you would taste this like burnt, gross fucking, that was the flavoring that we would be eating. And I remember that night we were eating pasta and my dad's like, okay, pack everything up, pack everything up. And I was like, where are we going? He's like, no, we're, we're going somewhere else. We're going somewhere else. And like, I didn't fucking know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think I was 12 or I was about to turn 12 or, or I, I was around that age. Yeah. And uh, we're driving and, and I look over and I'm just like, where are we at? And we pulled into this driveway, bro. No way. And my dad's like, this is our new house. And I was like, what? I've been back to that house. I haven't gone inside. I have a dream. Like, I want to buy that fucking house. Dude. I want to buy the house really fucking bad. Like, I know this year is going to be the biggest year of my life because, like, I've been manifesting and dreaming and, like, I know it's coming. And I'm literally going to go, how much do you want? Dude. Like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, and, like, give it to <laughs> Even though it's, like, still in the hood and, like, a really yeah, so bad what? area. So like, I, I want it. And uh, so it was, then it felt, it, I, I don't know, man. It, it felt so amazing because it was like, I'm, I'm safe. Yeah. I'm, 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 oh, I can I'm, only I'm finally imagine. safe. I get to take a pee inside. <laughs> yeah. You what? have like a guaranteed bed. You have a guaranteed what? shower. Your spaghetti doesn't taste like campfire. What? Yeah. Like I had a backyard to play in. Like I could have a bike. I could never have a bike before. Where would you, where would you put it? Yeah, where do you keep it? I, I could never have a skateboard before. I always wanted a skateboard. Oh, my you know? God. So it's like that Christmas, first Christmas, my, my fucking um, mom goes to Toys R Us, gets me fucking a really shitty Vanflex $20 the skateboard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like I was obsessed. Like yeah. I was obsessed. All the fucking cool kids did it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I did mean, it have the V cut out in the grip tape? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. yeah, it was sick, bro. See, but me, I, I, I crossed out Van Flex and I just had Vans. Yeah, because like the Van Skate Park in Orlando, that was the first skate park yeah. I ever went to. Did you ever get to skate that park? I never got to skate it. I got to see it, but it was not. It was the one in the mall, right? Oh, yeah, park is fucking iconic, bro. Yeah. insane. So like you know, I've fucking lived a crazy life man and it's just like even when we lived in that house like you know every like i as of right now like i have really bad ptsd with helicopters because every day at that house i I grew up in after i was homeless there'd be helicopters flying hovering over the house and like car chases like in my front yard and like all this crazy shit and like anytime we'd hear a helicopter my dad be get in the house get in the house lock the doors lock the doors because these people would be running from cops and like break in the house and like hide in the house and shit so like okay well that's the craziest fucking youth i've ever heard it was bad it was horrible but i had a cool family yeah and uh when i tell people my story like there's a lot of crazy more crazy shit that i i physically can't get into but there's a lot of really fucked up shit but i started watching uh, the Mike Tyson like show that I, right now that's on like Hulu. Yeah. And it's like one of the first times in my life where I was like, wow, I thought my life, my, my childhood was, my childhood was fucked up. Like this dude's childhood was like really fucked up. Fuck. So it's just like, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I, you know, I, I had- wish I didn't go through all that. Yeah, but it probably shape like you did. And yeah. that like that probably like that shapes you and that gives you a grit yeah. and that gives you a perspective that no one else has like that yeah. is what it is like that's your youth so holy fuck like i that's crazy so much respect for like the what you've accomplished since then thank you bro so you get the skateboard 
And then like, were you just like naturally good at it? And like, was that like kind of like your like moment of like, you found a thing? No, 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 no. I, I suck at everything in life. I just want it. Whoa. Like, you know, when, you know, when you're like not, I mean, now like, like, you know, my girlfriend would be like, oh, you have, you're, you're very talented at music. You're really, like, you're really good at writing. You have a very good voice. And I'm like, I suck, bro. I'm just like, I love it. So I do it all day, you know? So for, for me, skateboarding and music yeah. went hand in fucking hand. Yeah. So, you know, I would have, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aging myself right now, but I would have my CD player. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think we're the same yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm born 90. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 92. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, we, I'd have my CD player and then I'd fucking go out. And I would skateboard yeah. and I would do that. I'd go to school, yeah. come home, skateboard. Yep. In between classes, I'd be skateboarding. Yeah. I'd be in classes drawing fucking skateboard ramps. Yeah. I'd be fucking writing lyrics yeah, and songs. Dude. I'd be fucking, you know, like, those are my escapes. And I feel yeah. like the only good thing in your life is skateboarding or music or your or, or your dreams. Yeah. It's the only thing you want to do. Holy fuck. That's beautiful. That's so true though. It, it, that's it, man. Yeah. And and skate and that's what happened with me for skateboarding until I, you know, turned pro. Because I would go to school. Yeah. And then my mom would pick me up and I would go right to the skate park and I'd yeah. be there till the sun goes down. And they were probably stoked, right? Like yeah, if they yeah. didn't have a lot of means, like something to keep you occupied and oh, just like, fuck. Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to break a lot of skateboards. So <laughs> before I got sponsored, like they're like, bro, we can't buy any more skateboards. Like this is, yeah. this is shit. But it's just like my whole life. I, I remember I wanted to go to the skate park all the time. And mom and dad are like, we can't afford to take you to the skate park. Like we can't because there was a free skate park yep. and there was a skate park that was $10 a session. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I, we can't afford to take you all the time. We can't afford. And then I remember, I love my older brother, bro. He's a dope ass dude, but he like got in my face and like we were fighting. And he's just like, You think you're gonna be a pro skateboarder? It's not gonna fucking happen. You suck. Like, get your priorities in line. My whole life, people have been telling me I can't do what I've been fucking doing. My whole life. Now, now granted, look, I'm gonna be real with you. I wasn't like one of the best fucking pro skateboarders in the world. Mm. I probably shouldn't even been pro, bro. But I did it. I have boards yeah. with my name on it. You yeah. know, like I, I, I did it. I, yeah, I, I did it. I did it. So holy fuck childhood growing up in Florida. Everyone fucking doubting you. But skateboarding and music is your escape. And you just put time in and got good enough to fucking go pro and do the thing. So like, does that then give you like a level of confidence where everyone's doubting you and you came from fucking nothing and you're like, sick, if I can go pro, I can do anything. Like what happens next? No, man, it, it was so weird because I remember before I, uh, I turned pro because when I was pro, you know, I wasn't getting like big ass paychecks. Like, you yeah, know, that's a misconception. Would, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like people always think you go pro and like, Oh, I'm going to be a millionaire. It's like, no, there's like 20 dudes doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, like when I was pro, like I would get a box of boards and like a big ass box of clothing from lost. And I would get yeah. like, you know, trucks from independent and yeah. I would get like wheels and all this shit. And yeah. like, and then you go sell it at the And then I would park. go sell it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or they would give me like fucking, you know, okay, you know, DNA energy drink, like we're going to pay you $200 a fucking month or yeah. we're going to pay you $100 a month. And I, I lived at home with my mom in, in the fucking trailer. Yeah. So like, it was cool. Yeah. It was, it was chill. It was yeah. chill. Like I, I went and bought like a shitty ass Nissan Maxima for 500 bucks. Like I was whipping around, you know, I could buy beers. I could buy cigarettes. Like I buy some fucking weed. Like yeah, life like, was great, You didn't bro. need a lot. To, Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah and then yeah. I was pulling up to skate park with fucking my name on the board. And I'm like, yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, yeah roll <laughs> like, up in the Maxima. Yeah, bro, you know, you know. I started like, you know finding ways to make money through skateboarding like yeah. i would do commercials i would do like modeling i would do different mm. things and then you know I, I got like a new car from that and then i would Sick. you know i think my life 
I've always been a fucking hustler. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like necessity would probably force that, right? Well, it's just like you don't, in, in my world, you don't get nice stuff. No one hands me nice stuff. Correct. Yeah. If if everything was to fall right now, like I'm taking care of my mom. My my dad right. passed away. You don't have that safety like, net. It's yeah, not like no. that. My yeah. older brother works at T-Mobile. My younger brother is unemployed with a kid. Like, like yeah, I'm I'm the don't. fucking one that is gonna make it in this family. Yeah. I'm the one that's gonna fucking have like platinum songs on the radio. I'm the one that's gonna fucking win VMAs and Grammys and all this big shit. Like I will. I know I will. I I know this Fuck is my yeah, destiny. Dude. You know, I'm the one that's gonna take care of my family, and that's just the way it is. So like that puts a lot of pressure on you because it's like you can't fuck up, bro. Like yeah. and, you know, and yeah. you have you have nobody to bail you out, dude. I feel that. Shoot. Like I didn't have it nearly as bad as you, but like. I very much feel that of like there isn't a safety net like no and it's like a weird pressure like it's, it's empowering it's such a good pressure yes. though because it's just like sometimes you have to jump in life yeah. I know so many people that are so scared like this is the thing my, my dad always wanted to be a singer his whole life really? great voice I think I have my voice from his ass and ever since I was a kid and we were homeless radio yeah. Radio, radio. On. I, I remember being fucking six years old at a campsite because yeah. we would camp out during the summer yeah. at campsites sometimes in the winter too but sometimes it was too cold so we had to sleep in the car in the winter but i remember being at fucking campsites and i had a walkman i'll never forget it. i need to buy one off fucking ebay you gotta remind me see that's what i'm saying you gotta yeah. get the stuff yeah, from I your old yeah so yeah i can fucking relive it yeah a i little... need i still need to get a pair of osiris d3s never had them i always wanted okay them. so this is crazy because osiris d3 like sends me packages all the time <laughs> yeah. now, like, all the time mm-hmm. like es is sending me a giant fucking box i'm like bro i used to skate these all the time oh like, my god the excels but sorry you were saying so you had the walkman yeah, yeah. Summer. So, so I had the Walkman and like I didn't have a TV. Yeah. So like I would watch Saturday cartoons. Yeah. In my mind, bro. And I would play it on. I remember listening to Garfield and it made me so creative because I would paint the picture of what was going on while I was listening because I couldn't see it. Yes. So it automatically made me creative. Holy shit. Instantly creative. Holy and then I would shit. listen to all these songs and I was like, whoa. I'm t- bro, I'm telling you, this is why. My whole life, people have doubted me. When I first started making music, I had this fucking dude tell me, you need to change your name. Yeah. You need to change everything you're doing. You need to change your sound. Oh, you're not going to make it, bro. Like, listen to me. You're not going to make it. Yeah, just like Everyone's, the fucking know it Everybody's all been suit. on my back. Yeah. Look, bro, I know what I'm destined to fucking be in my life. Yeah. I know who I am. I know where I'm going. I've seen this picture of where I am right now years ago where no one said I could fucking do it. Yeah. No one said it. And and right now, the, the things that... So I made this goal list Yes, a couple years ago. And everything on that list, I fucking did. Did you? Everything. Bro. M- millions of followers on YouTube, millions of followers on Instagram, yeah. you know, making songs, getting getting my own fucking place. Because when I moved to LA, I, I lived on a couch. I lived in a living room for a couple years, worked two jobs, like did anything to make it. Like everything on my fucking list, I did. Yeah. So now I have a new list. And it's fucking, it's, it's wild, bro. It's Question some wild shit. Because yeah. I'm really big on that. And yeah. I've had those moments yeah. where I look at it now and I'm like, oh shit, okay, yeah. Sometimes the delay is not quite what I expect, right? You write the list and you're like, fuck, patience is annoying. When you give up hope, yeah. that's when it's never going to come. So you've just always had that. Because like, regardless of how long it took, like you've just always, just that same tenacity Sometimes that right now. those things on your list will come quick and yeah. sometimes they'll be very long. Like I yeah. have some gnarly shit on my list, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to play the Hollywood Bowl. Fuck I want to yeah. win a VMA. Yeah. I want to win a Grammy. 
I I, I want to fucking play. I want to play Saturday Night Live. You know, I want I want to turn on the radio and hear my fucking song on it. I want platinum songs. I want a number one album. And there's a lot of like gnarly shit that I want on my fucking thing that seems impossible. Yeah. You know, there's even stuff like you know I, I want to get married and find my soulmate and be with like one woman for the rest of my life. Like yeah. I want you know to buy a house. I want to fuck you know. There's things yeah. on this list that yeah. So it's like everywhere. It's every bit of your life. Like every, it's not just yeah, dude. I'm big on that. I'm big on that. I love it's, it. It's huge, bro. And it's wild because I got to cross off one of those things this year. I got to play at the Roxy. I was yeah. there. You were there? I was there. No, dude. you were not. This, this was the moment where I was like, I fuck with him. Because an artist, I started a label with my friends and one of our artists opened up for you. And I I, I think it's the booking agents that put it all together. Oh yeah, who was it? Ryan Labrada. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so dope. That's yeah. so crazy. Close, close homie, uh, Josh Apple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so he was part of uh, Hopeless Records. Right. And, uh, I was trying to sign a deal with Hopeless Records, which great record label. Just they just didn't have what I needed. Yeah, but I met Josh. We became close friends, and he spoke so highly of oh, you. So bro, that was he's like a the sweetheart. yeah. We went there together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Josh was there. Yeah, it was your night, dude. We didn't oh, want to. You you had so much going on. Oh my god, on. See, but it was sick. Thank you so much. And that's man. crazy that that was one of your items. I literally and like you said it like, and it's crazy to hear you because you didn't know I was there. And you know how artists will do the thing where they're like, yeah, I can't believe dreams are coming true and thank yeah. you. And you said it. And I was like, this motherfucker is either super genuine or super good at BSing a crowd. But like, no, you meant no, that bro, shit. Huh? Ever since I was a kid, I would watch Cheech and Chong. And at the end of Cheech and Chong, they yeah. play a battle of the bands at the Roxy. Oh my and God. I, and literally during COVID, I would drive around in my fucking car because yeah. everything was locked down. Yeah. Sorry, city of LA. And uh, I would drive around during fucking lockdowns and I would manifest. I would go to fucking Interscope Records. I'd go to Capitol. I'd go to Atlantic. All these, And I would sit outside and I would manifest me signing these major I labels and you. doing all these things. And I sat in front of the Roxy for like an hour just manifesting and listening to my music and Dude. dreaming of my name on the sign. With so when you said that, like that was so no, it's, real. It's, 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 it's real and legit. And like, that night was so crazy. Like I'm playing on a stage that Nirvana played on, like one of my yeah. favorite bands in the world. Yeah. Bob Marley played yeah. there. What the fuck is some homeless yeah. dude <laughs> whose mom's still in a trailer, whose his whole life, everyone said, bro, I got picked on every day in my fucking life. Yeah. Like I grew up in a town where everybody like, they were hunters and fishers and like homophobic and sexist and all this fucking shit. And like, yeah. I'm this like little skinny fucking kid playing guitar, vegan, yeah. you know, skateboarder. It's not lost it on you it, at it all. It shouldn't be possible. Yeah. The shit that I've done in my life shouldn't be possible. The shit I'm doing now, yeah. bro, the shit I'm doing right now is insane. It's God. fucking insane, bro. Okay, we're going to go backwards. Yeah. We're going to go backwards yeah, yeah. because I, I there's still bits of your life that I know, but what you're talking about right now is so exciting and, and, and so much of who you are and what you're doing and talking about the Roxy, like your artist project. Yeah. So- it seems like shit's going really well right now. You signed to Epitaph. Yeah. And I have a lot of love for Epitaph. I feel like they're one of those labels that get it and they do like, like that's a that's dope. Yeah. So you played the Roxy, you're in it right now. You're right, like, like tell me about this. And then maybe I'll go back and ask some, but I'm actually fast. Yeah. I want to hear this. So I did all the TV stuff. I did all the social media bullshit. I, I used yeah. to, I had a show on MTV with uh, one of the new members of the ja of Jackass. His name is uh, Zach, the, the bigger guy. Yeah. He's in, he's in the new movie. So we had a show called too stupid to die on mtv where we did jackass stuff like i i do stunts and shit like because i knew that's yeah, what i was gonna yeah. say i knew that like yeah. you had that association to you too stupid to 
oh wow you uh, really did the thing yeah, it's yeah. fully tatted and, on and, the chest and, like it was it was great and I, I did that for a while and like you know while i was doing that like i always like i was people didn't know this but i was in the studio like every fucking night like uh no rest way. in peace to my first producer his name was diego yeah. uh he's he was the reason why the band volume started it's a big oh metal no band. shit yeah yeah, yeah 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 i was like a warp tour kid oh, I, dope, I know that dope. yeah 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 kevin lyman who yeah. started fucking warp tour i i did i did i never do podcasts but i did a podcast with him and like oh he sick. had pierre come on and like talk about me from simple plan and he yeah. had jared from bowling for soup talk about me and they were all like bro this kid's next generation this kid's gonna blow up and and you know all this shit and for for a while i was pursuing music with everything in my heart yeah. I was giving up all these like TV shows and yeah. movies oh, shit. and all this big shit that I was getting offers for because I didn't give a shit about like even to this day, like money's great. I want to mm. make money. Money's fucking awesome, bro. You you but, appreciate it to a whole other level after yeah, experiencing it. But but it's just like like I was even talking to my girlfriend about this today. I was like, I could be the biggest artist in the world with millions and millions of dollars in a big ass fucking house yeah. up on the hills and you know, star on the walk of fame and all this shit, but if I don't have good people around me and I'm not happy, yeah. like what is the fucking point, bro? M yeah, money yeah. doesn't mean shit. Like when when you die, like what the fuck does it mean, bro? Yeah. It, it doesn't mean shit. So you have a good perspective on that of like you understand the value of a dollar more than fucking anyone, but yeah. you also understand purpose, fulfillment, and happiness. Oh yeah. So then, did you have this moment with MTV where you're like, holy fuck, I'm I came from nothing. I'm on MTV. I'm doing bro, this. I, I, but... I, I, yeah. I, so I was at the VMAs and I was sitting right next to Juice World. Holy and we were fuck. talking for like four hours, you know, and like I was being, we were being interviewed on, on VMAs, like doing all this crazy shit. And I was like, wow, like this is it. But it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't what I wanted. And then I kept making music and doing music and I started to get a little fire underneath me. And I was like, well, this is what I want to do. And then I started getting like big offers from like labels and management. What and, like, like year is this? Like when did this like start? Like when did you like really? I would say 2018. Okay, so not 2019. that long ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I was making music forever, but it really started to like really take off like 2018, yeah. 2019. And okay. like- um, And up before that, was that just like TV days and stunts and yeah, shit like TV that? Yeah, TV days and stunts and like trying to make music and like uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to do and be more confident. Like I'm a very outgoing guy, but I'm also like shy and I also have really bad anxiety problems and mm -hmm. like different things. So like, you know, when you start making music, you never even think where you're at now is possible, but- there was all these opportunities where I was having these meetings with a bunch of labels and a bunch of people like throwing like crazy money at me. And it just like, it didn't feel right. Yeah, It wasn't yeah. the time. Luckily I had a good manager where he was like, yeah, this doesn't feel right. Like let's wait, let's wait. And then uh, Nico or like Nico, before that? Nico, okay. Nico's uh, was, has been my only music manager. Oh, cool. And there's been some like really big managers that have like tried to like steal me from Nico. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like this isn't, you know, um and it was something about like epitaph that was cool like i was in the session with this dude matt malpass who did like the last mgk album he's done like the past five albums for blink like travis barker's uh old producer but then yeah. he left and did his own thing and yeah, yeah i'm in a session with him and we make a song like in two hours like out of scratch and he's like holy fuck bro you're like the real deal he's like i didn't know th this about you like I've i've known about you but I didn't know that you wrote your music and I didn't know that you were like a real deal. It's like, because holy you, fuck. You might've even had like that, like uh assumption of like, Oh, TV guy wants to do music. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, bro. So it's like, I had this session with him and he's like, bro, like, like, are you trying to sign to a label right now? I was like, if the right one comes along, he's like, I want you to meet Brett who started bad religion and uh -huh. Epitaph. And I was like, Oh, shit. All right. Wait, so, but pause. If you're in the studio yeah. with Matt Malpaz, yeah. 
doesn't that like i mean that's that's not free so like were you just funding your shit before then were you just independent i was so lucky because i was independent yeah and all these people believed in me yeah like uh i i did a song with cheat codes who's an edm group with like 18 million monthly listeners massive when i had twenty thousand monthly listeners on spotify and i was like you know just starting and like a feature like that with them in a music video is like two hundred fifty thousand dollars like did it for free Wow. Like simple plan feature for free. Wow. Uh, Bowling for soup feature for free. I did a song with Chavi McCoy yeah. for free. Dude. He was just on the pod. Oh, what yeah. a fucking Chavi, guy. Bro, Chavi is one of the sweetest dudes ever. And it's just like, like I just saw with Mod Son. Did yeah. it for free. Like, so it was like you probably just like treated people right. Like you probably had like good relationships and you like that authentic artist, they yeah. saw that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, something. And then I would even have these people pull up and shoot like 50, 60, $70,000 music videos for free because wow. they believed in it. And it's just like, I was doing all this for free and just busting my ass. And when you're independent, like, yeah, you got to go. You yeah. you have to go so fucking hard. And then I went and met Brett and Brett's like, what do you want? Like, right. I, like yeah. I want you. And like, I gave him like the whole list of what I fucking want. And he's like, oh man. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> I went hard. Yeah. I went, because look, bro, I, I sat with him and I was like, I know my value. Yeah. I I know where the fuck I'm going. Like I looked Brent in the eyes and I was like, bro, this will be the best decision you ever make in your fucking life. Like I'm telling you, it's gonna take time, but I'm gonna be fucking massive, bro. Like yeah. I'm telling you, I know everyone says this to you, yeah. but no one works the way that I work. Yeah. And like, you know, I guarantee there's probably a lot of people that work just as hard as I do or harder, but I'm that fucking dude where I'm writing music 24-7. I'm in the studio like all the fucking time. Mm. Like I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing everything I physically can because I don't want to be homeless ever again in my life. You know, you know why I believe you is because you said that you weren't that good and you still went pro. Yeah. Because I, I always I always go back to this. Like the richest kid in the world can't buy a kickflip. If you want to learn a kickflip, right, you have to just fucking... Fall I know and fall yeah, and bro. fall. You have to do the work. So if you know that, and if you say you weren't good and you went to the spot of going pro, I know how many times you've fallen and you, that like that takes the, like you have to want it. Yeah, you you gotta want it. It's the same thing in music, bro. I, I know so many people that are like rich, 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 rich. They like buy features, they like buy on tours, or they do this and do that. You can have all the money in the world. If your music fucking sucks, yeah. your music fucking sucks. Yeah. If your voice fucking sucks, your voice fucking sucks. It's yeah. just like some things in life you can't buy. It's time. It's time in the game, it's right? Time. Because not yeah. everyone's going to be perfect to start. Uh, do you know that artist Ty Verdes? Uh, uh, yeah, TikTok dude, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, he yeah. was on the pod like years ago when it was first starting. And he was telling me so openly. He's like, it was right, right, right when Stuck in the Middle was coming out. And it was like he was about to hit a million streams, his first million. <laughs> That's and a like, feeling, bro. That's that feeling. wasn't yeah. lost on him. He yeah. was stoked. But he was basically saying, he's like, dude, I just put time in. He was like an athlete and then a model. And he was like, I would go into my car every night for an hour and just sing. So like you can have, you can have the signs. So you could look at Brett and be like, bro, I'm going to be the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. That doesn't mean, oh, just wait and the world will catch up. That means no, that no, you no, understand no. the work that it the takes. The world will never give you anything. Mm. This, this is what everybody, everybody watching needs to realize. You are in a motherfucking video game. You are in the best video game in the fucking world. Yes. Don't sit home and play fucking Grand Theft Auto. Don't sit home and fucking play Fortnite. You know what I'm saying? Like you are in the best video game. You want to be fucking rich? 
Yeah. Like you, you want, you want to be famous. You want to be this. You want to be the best. Whatever you want to fucking be. Press the motherfucking buttons and believe in yourself, and you can do anything you want, bro. bro and I think that that might, like, that's so powerful. <sighs> but I think that like you probably feel that on a level that others don't because you literally like saw zero. And then when you see things work, you're like, oh, this shit is a video game. Like if you can start as this level zero in a fucking car, like it's probably even more real to you than others. The crazy thing is the president of the label, Sue, sweetheart, uh, she went to Brett, the owner, a couple years ago trying to get me signed. Like when I first got started because she saw something in me. Yeah. And Brett was like, oh, let's keep an eye on him. But, you yeah. know, let's not give him an offer yet. Yeah. He could have signed me back then probably for like 20 grand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just like, like let the me tell super right, developing let me tell you right artist. Now, he paid a lot <laughs> more than that. <laughs> but like, that's, I think that's also an interesting thing because I like worked at labels. I was with the band when they first got signed and like, I've done that whole yeah. journey. I've been on the management side. Like I, I know that. And I think like both are valuable. And I, I think that's great that you know what it's like to earn your value as an yeah. artist. And I think that that's a really strategic, like you can sign early. Yeah. and sign for cheap and hope that the label helps you develop. You can be independent forever and hope that you don't need the connections of a label and just do your thing. Or you can be like, cool, I put in X amount of work and I'm now worth more, but I'm still down to partner with a label and I still see the value in it. So like, if I, if I, I was it. to tell some new artists out there, never sign your first fucking deal. Fight for more money, mm. fight for, for better terms, fight for more creative control. Like, if I would have signed the first couple of deals that came my way, I would have been fucked. Yeah. Like right now I have full creative control. Yeah. I put out whatever I want. Yeah. I do out whatever I want. Yeah. Like, and I really think that the biggest thing is you have a little bit of leverage at a label. Mm. Like, 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 like let, let's say I want to went and signed to a major mm -hmm. before I signed Epitaph. Cause I, I was getting offers for majors. Mm -hmm. Let's say I go and I signed to a major. Right. And they're like, Oh, this kid's good, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Put me on the back burner. My right. career is fucking over. I've seen so many of my friends. Bro, I just signed Atlantic. I just signed it to Sony. I just signed a Capital. Okay, where the fuck is your songs? Mm -hmm. Why haven't you put anything out? Oh, they won't let me right now. Mm. Yeah. When you yeah. have leverage, when you have a fan base, when you have monthly listeners, they're like, okay, we gave this dude this much money. Let's get our money back. Yeah. Let, let, let's do the right, right thing. Right. You know, and, and I feel like a lot of people think that when you sign a record deal, eh, I made it. I'm a rock star. I made it. No, bro. You are just getting started. Yeah. If you think you made it now, your career's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now's Fast. the time you push even harder. Now's the time you say, okay, cool. Now I have the connections where when I blow the fuck up, they can actually get me on the radio. Like, like, like yeah. Epitaph's taking uh two of my songs to radio right now. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's why you, you could never do that independently. Everything radio is like pay to play, or you have to know somebody, or or you have to have a big song, then you get lucky. It's like there's a lot of things that labels do that are unbelievable that we have zero access to. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's a good thing to sign a label. So yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I think there's definitely still the right labels and the right team that believes in you. There's a ton of value. Talk to me about video games though, because I yeah. love I love that you said that and you did build your fan base on your own originally, right? Yeah. You did all those features on your own. Yep. You were putting that together on your own. By that time, by by the time of being Chad as an artist. You had done the skateboarding thing. You had done the modeling thing. You had a fucking show on MTV. Like, good God. Like, you had figured out yeah. to a degree how to start at zero and, like, get to something. Yeah. Did those still, did those same skills transfer over to music? Because I know what it's like 
with artists developing, but I haven't had a life in those other lanes at that success. Like, is it, it similar? It is all the same. Is it, it? It, it? Everything you do in your life from wanting to be a business owner or getting a, a, you know, a good job somewhere or being an actor or comedian or anything, there's always these steps that you have to follow. Figure out what you want to do in your life. Figure out how to get there and just work hard. And, and be nice and sweet to everyone. Mm. Don't ever burn a bridge. You never know. Mm. Everybody burns bridges. I've burned bridges in my life when I was younger that have fucked me over completely. Mm. Because, you know, you get pissed at someone. You're like, oh, fuck you, bitch. Don't ever talk to me again. And it's like, oh, well, sorry, buddy. That person's going to come back in your life and teach you a lesson. And I feel like <laughs> every day we get taught lessons. Every day we see lessons from our friends that fuck up. You know, like your friend fucks up and he's drinking and driving and gets a DUI and then loses his license. You see your friend do it. Right. Are you going to fucking do it? Right. If you're right. smart, you're not. Right. But so many people will so see those lessons do. that are given to them for free, but because it's not them, they don't take it. My dad taught me something. He's like, if you can learn from other people's lessons, yeah. you have the greatest life. Dude. Th think about all the things you see people doing that are wrong. Yeah. Stay away from it. Yeah. Like, like my biggest problem was I would make all these big mistakes when I would get drunk or mm. when I would get high or when I would, you know. So then I started thinking, I'm like, fuck, if all of the bad situations have ever happened in my life where I got in a fight with someone or, you know, I almost went to jail or this or that. Yeah. Why am I getting high? Why am I drinking so much? Like, yeah. maybe I should check into that. I think the biggest thing is if you really want your fucking dreams, Focus on your fucking dream. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Know in your heart you can fucking do it. Give up everything you got to give up for that dream. Focus on it. And every day try to be better in your whole life. Bro. You know, every day we move closer and closer to our dreams. And we don't see it though. Yeah. You know, we're like, man, I wish this would just happen already, bro. I wish I would blow up. It's like, you don't get it, man. Yeah. Every this I was talking to Madson about this and yeah, dude, we, that motherfucker has a journey too, bro. It's but those are the best, bro. Yeah. When you have journeys, I know a lot of people that, oh, my first show ever was in front of thirty thousand people. I'm like, cool. You're not appreciative of it, bro. Right. You're not. So you're like, talking to him about this. Yeah. So so he was telling me he's like, every day you get closer to your dream. Imagine right now you quit. That's the closest you'll ever be to your dream, and you walked away. Yeah, because you never know, bro. You ever see those memes where the guy's like digging the in the cave, dude? Yeah, the and the diamonds are right guy, there. Yeah, and he and he walks away. I hate that's such like a stupid thing, but it's so it's real. I legitimately so real. think about exactly the pickaxe comic guy. It's so real, dude. bro. And sometimes when I'm down, sometimes like when I'm like, and like, don't get me wrong, like yeah. I am, I back everything you say, and I'm yeah. so much that guy. But I think we've all had the day where you're like, fuck this, I'm over it. And I legitimately, dude, I think about pickaxe guy. I fucking think about that. It's just like, you know, I started making YouTube videos about my life, like skateboarding and doing stunts and making music and all that shit. And when I started doing that, one of my friends was like, bro, you have a very interesting life. Like, why don't you film it? And I'm like, oh, that shit's lame, bro. I'm not doing that. And he's like, you should do it. People are making money. So I was working at a pet store, a dog bakery, and then I was working at a coffee shop doing two jobs. And I was also trying to act and, and make music and at a YouTube channel. So I would stay up till like three, four in the morning editing my videos and then wake up at seven in the morning and start my long ass day. And I did that for like a year. And the first like year, year and a half, two years, like, 300 views, Fuck. 200 views, nothing. And then one day, 
no shit it happened started you really had a moment like that yeah i had a moment like that like uh like i have a million subscriber plaque in my house like Fuck. like fucking well, did you I was, change anything was it like was nah. there anything different to your formula or legitimately like the algorithm just said today's your day just that started you're going it, it, it's, it's the same thing with, with anything bro every day you go like i have like a hundred unreleased songs and i probably am in the studio three four times a week yeah you know sometimes yeah. less sometimes more it depends sure. but it's just like you never know what day that you're gonna go into where you're gonna make the biggest song in the fucking world you never know you never know. Just like w- with with this, bro, you never know which one of these fucking podcasts you make is going to yeah. be the biggest podcast of your life. Someone's yeah. going to say something dumb or some some something brilliant and it's going to go crazy fucking viral yeah. and your whole life is going to change. And uh, you know, I I I had that moment before before I signed a fucking epitaph like I was running out of money. COVID really fucked everything up cuz I wasn't touring, I wasn't doing shows, I wasn't doing anything, running out of money. And I was getting kicked out of my house. Like I was about to be homeless again. Like I was living in this house and the lady's like, we're selling the house. And I was like, okay, fuck, where the fuck do I go? Because technically I don't have a job, yeah. you know? Yeah. And my car was busted, running, falling apart and all this shit. And like, I was, I was getting scared, bro. And then I signed this record deal and Holy it's like, fuck. you know, fucking $80,000 Mercedes AMG, fucking, yeah. you know, $3.5 million house. Like, you know, anything I fucking want, I'm getting now. I'm eating Postmates all the time. I'm getting fat. <laughs> you know, it's like never life, felt so good. You're good. like, pack it on, bro, baby. Bro, life's good. And it's just like, you know, there's been so many times where I've been booed off stage. What or, the fuck? Or, uh, you know, I, I, I post about a song on social media. And people are like, oh, my God, your voice is so bad. You think you're going to make it? There's no fucking way. You sound like shit. Oh, my God. But. You see it all the time. Like, yeah. I, like I, I went and saw this thing about Harry Styles, and people were like, "Harry Styles, you're like a horrible singer." And then I go to Justin Bieber's page, and they're like, "Justin Bieber, you think you can sing? You are a joke." And it's just some fucking like little stupid ass fucking kid yeah, who just, doesn't think they're affecting anybody, who mommy and daddy never taught him to be fucking nice yeah. and not shatter other people's dreams. This whole world, they want to take your dreams. Oh, you want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. No, no motherfucker. Just because you and your grandma and your grandpa and your dad and your whole family didn't fucking do anything they wanted to do in their life and they gave everything up and they went and fucking worked a shitty job making $60,000 a year, only working, only having the weekends off, one week off a fucking month and they're going to work till 70 years old and they want to fucking die and they hate their life and they marry the wrong fucking person because they think they fucking should. Dude, the fact that you freestyled that, but it was like so on the fucking nose is insane. Just because you're not chasing your fucking dreams and you're fucking pathetic and you hate your motherfucking life, doesn't like, mean you have to go and talk. Not come shit. after somebody yeah. else and try to fucking bring them down. Yeah. Like, fuck, I, dude. You're I, I, passionate about that. I feel you. I'm so sick of people telling other people what they can and cannot motherfucking do. Yeah. We, we live in a fucking world where people are like, oh, n- you know. Whatever people think about abortions, you can't do this. Oh, oh, you, you want to be transgender? Oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, you, can, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Be yeah. a good fucking person. Love the fucking world and be whoever you want to be. Bro. And everyone should accept love and everyone should accept compassion. And everyone, if you're not bothering anybody, if you're not murdering anybody yeah. or fucking walk around fucking with people, do whatever you want. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Fuck. You know, and 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 that's the message that we need to teach these little fucking kids. Yeah. We need to teach these kids love and compassion in school. Yeah. We don't need to teach them fucking E equals MC squared. Nobody gives a fuck about that shit anymore. We yeah. need to teach kids fucking, you know, 
Do you know how to do your taxes? Who the fuck does? No. Why is that not taught in school? Why is love and compassion not taught in school? Why is equality not taught in school? Like, it's, it's just like. Yeah, but I can like, dude, I feel you. And like, it's, it's crazy because if you're the dude that had to go through fucking everything to get there. And then it's like, I, like, I feel it. I feel it. And like those, those negative comments, it's like, people don't realize like that's, that's something to take everything you just said and be like, I feel you is I think about that, like where it's so easy to not know somebody and to talk shit and to just to see somebody at service level and talk shit and like do something that's like you don't know what they've gone through you don't know their day you don't know anything and you can just like go and like i feel you and you're so right and like hearing your story like oh my god like that's so i feel it we just need more love bro Like, 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 like like we need love and compassion bro you know it doesn't need to get into fucking religion. Doesn't need to get into no. beliefs. Doesn't need to get into anything. It's a common courtesy. Yeah. You wake up. You have problems. You cry. You shit. You fuck. You're going to die one day. And so am I. Yeah. And so is Brad Pitt. Yeah. And so is Justin Bieber. Yeah. And so is everybody. We are all the motherfucking same. Doesn't matter race, fucking gender, color, anything, bro. Nothing matters. Yeah. We are all the fucking same. And that needs to be taught more, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we need more compassion for people. You know, it's just like you should like, fucking after you should another part of your chapter of life needs to be like fucking TED Talk motivational speaker. You got me all fired up now. You got me feeling away. I, I used to do motivational speaking for. Um, I used to go to like the really bad areas in the Bronx, no and I would shit. talk to these kids, and I would tell them that anything's possible. You know, like for for me, like growing up in the trailer. I didn't have hot water. Yeah. It doesn't get too cold in cold Florida, but it still gets cold. So I would have to take ice cold showers. And like now I got two, uh, we got three fucking you bathrooms at my house. We got a tub, we yeah. got a shower, hot water, baby. And it's boiling motherfucker. I made it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, it's just like, I, I think the biggest thing in the, this whole fucking world is whatever you want to do in life, anything is possible. Yeah. Bro, we, 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 we had fucking Donald Trump, who was a reality star, become president. Yeah. What the fuck? Truly, yeah. We had Arnold and, Schwarzenegger who came from another country, barely spoke English, and yeah. became one of the biggest movie stars, and then became governor, and then married one of the Kennedys. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and you're <laughs> going to tell fuck? me you can't do shit? You have Justin Bieber that was playing in front of a fucking courthouse on YouTube getting 100 views, and Scooter Braun fucking saw him, and made him the biggest star in the fucking world. Yeah. We have Ariana Grande who was fucking on a Nickelodeon show not doing shit, and now she's one of the biggest pop stars in the world. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter who you are, bro. Yeah. It's all Fuck. possible. God, dude, that's, that's it, bro. I, it's just like that action, like that like really hits like super different hearing your story and understanding you now. Like, oh my God. And it also makes me so much like rooting for the next chapters you, of bro. like how you evolve. Like, yeah. I can't wait to see you win that fucking Grammy, come bro. On, oh baby, my come God. on, baby. Come on, I'm telling you, bro. I'm Dude. telling you. I'm telling you, bro. It's going to feel so good to Fuck take this yeah. clip when you get that Grammy and timestamp it and be like, y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. The things I want to do in my life sound so fucking crazy. I was just going to ask that. I was just going to ask like, so like, obviously, my God, have yeah. you accomplished a lot? Your music career, like it's going. You're doing the things. Do you think further than that right now? Oh, are yeah. you are you tunnel vision right now on the project? Um, I am so crazy because 
I want to do everything on this earth, bro. There's no, there's not enough time. <laughs> like, I, I, like I'm gonna climb Mount Everest one day. I know it sounds crazy, but yeah. like, I, and I've never hiked in my life. I yeah. want to do it. Yeah. Like, like I want to produce and write movies and TV shows. You know, I, I, I'm writing kids books right now. Oh my god. I, I, okay. I want to fucking, you know, I, I want to focus more on art. You know, I, I also paint and do that shit and like. And I'm also an inventor. I, I invent stuff. Like, it's just like, okay. So the answer is absolutely. You're not just going to do music. I, it's going to keep going. I was in Walmart in my hometown yeah. and, uh, this dude that used to bully me in high school and say all these horrible homophobic names to me and all this fucked up shit to me came up to me as a little kid, little kids, like seven, seven, eight years old, you know, probably had him right after high school. And it's just like, Oh my God, you're Chet Tapper. Oh my God. And and I was like, yeah, yeah, what's up, bro? You're like, what's up? And he's like, oh my God, can I please take a photo? I was like, yeah, yeah, let's fucking do it, bro. Let's do it. The the dude turns to me and he's like, do you remember me? And I was like, he's like, bro, I'm so sorry for all the things I said to you and all the things I did. And I was like, oh shit, I do remember you now. Like, what's up, bro? And he's like, bro, what have you been up to, man? Like, I see stuff online, like you're killing it. And I was like, thank you, bro. Thank you. And I'm like, honestly, I've done so much shit in the past couple of years. Like I couldn't even tell you, but like I've been all over the world, like done this, done that, like flew in a fighter jet, like fucking, you know, crazy shit. Like I, I've done some crazy shit. And I'm like, what have you up to? He's like, well, you know, I had a kid and you know, uh, I pretty much just been working this job. And I'm yeah. like, wow, yeah, you, you haven't done shit for the past 10 years, bro. You haven't done anything. You know, you, you, you live this one life and I live fucking a hundred different lives. Yeah. And it's it's just it's it's wild, bro. It's uh, I, I there's it. there's never enough time, bro. I I want to I want to do everything I can when when I'm 70, 80, 90, 100 years old, dying. Yeah. I want to look back and be like, whoa. I want my grandkids to be like, damn, my grandpa is a fucking badass the motherfucker. Fucking chapters, yeah, just everything. Bro. You know, and it's just like, but why not live a life? Yeah. Well, it's, I, I also am fascinated by you because like I I like. I like that you acknowledge your accomplishments, right? Like a lot of people are real quick to be humble and shit like that. But yeah. like, you're not a cocky asshole. You're just like hype on yourself and all the things you've done. And but you have this excitement and this tenacity. And I really like that. I Thank think that's you, cool. I think that's yeah. cool that you like celebrate all those things. Yeah. And I think that's cool that you're like, yeah, this is sick. And I know you appreciate it. Yeah. But then you're like, but it's going to be bigger. And I'm going to go do this and that. And like, Chavi McCoy told me something cool. Chevin McCoy told me that he, he sold out um, uh, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And it was like one of his biggest dreams. Yeah. And he did it. And then after he did it, he was like, okay. Didn't even celebrate it. He's like, okay, what's next? Yeah. What's next? Yeah. And he's like, I always ask people I look up to, give me some advice. Like, mm -hmm. give me some advice. Mm -hmm. I ask everybody from the biggest rock star to like, I was hanging out with Adam Sandler and I was asking Sick. Adam Sandler the shit. Yeah. And I was asking David Spade the shit. And like, I was, I always ask people these questions, like, give me some advice. You're older than me. You've lived this. Give me some yeah. fucking advice. Yeah. And, and what, what Trevor McCoy told me is like, enjoy every second, celebrate the wins. When you do something that you've been working for your whole life, celebrate it. Be proud of it. Doesn't mean you're a cocky piece of shit. You, you've been working your whole life for it. Yeah. Celebrate it. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I, I look at me being, when I was 12 years old, I always wanted to be a singer. I always wanted to be a pro skateboarder. And, and you know, I would be in front of my mom's trailer listening to Simple Plan, No Helmet, No Pads, Just Balls, that whole album. I knew every fucking word. Then you fast forward and Pierre's producing my fucking album. Yeah. Pierre's helping me write. I have a song with Simple Plan. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I, I did a show with Papa Roach and Simple Plan and Swaco. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, how does that make any sense? Yeah. You know, and it's just like, you got to celebrate the wins, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. What, what's the point, bro? And, and another thing I realized is like, 
fuck everybody, bro. Fuck everybody. Their opinion doesn't matter. Yeah. If you wake up happy, bro, and, and you, you really love yourself and you love what you're doing, nothing else matters, bro. That's so cool. Yeah. That's really fucking cool, dude. Like, yeah. it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I had no idea what to expect as far as your story sitting down. Like, in my head, I was like, well, Nico works with you. I love Nico. I know he would only work with good people. And I knew you had a, I saw your Roxy show. So I knew the music was good. I saw, I, I knew, I could see how passionate you were about the music. And then I knew very little about like, oh yeah, I guess he did like stunts before, right? Yeah. But now after sitting down and understanding this, it's like so wildly inspiring. And it's like at the same time as inspiring, it also is this great reminder of like compassion and understanding people because like, my God, like it's so easy to just be like, oh yeah, like used to be guy that did stuff on TV, now music guy, that's it. And it's like, no, 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 that's not it. Yeah. That's some of it. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. like, here's this like such a multifaceted person with all these aspirations and this crazy fucking story that got you here. And it's like, what a great lesson to understand that. And I, I'm just, I'm fucking blown away, dude. Thank you, bro. Uh, another thing like Elvis Presley was nobody at some point. Mm -hmm. Justin Bieber was nobody at some point, you know? All these huge fucking artists were absolute nobodies and everybody told them no and everyone said they sucked. And, you know, you just really have to believe in yourself and, and know where you're going. Even with, with all the songs, like every song I put out, mm. it's about my life. Mm. And I, I, I write true stuff and what's really going on in my life. So when I'm like 50 years old and I'm showing my kids, I'm like, yeah. This is this is like a diary of my life. This was mm. like therapy for me because I'm letting my inner soul out and yeah. my real essence out into a song. Because when you're in a studio, you're capturing an energy of a moment that you're in. Yeah. And it should be pure and beautiful and real. And yeah, I keep distracting you. Go back to what you're gonna you're gonna ask me a second ago. No, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And the, and the very the, the the one question, but it's it's the 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 question way 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 back was uh when you were talking about youtube like when you had the moment yeah. and then it clicked that that was interesting to me of what did you do after that like did you change anything or like what was the content or, or sorry sorry yeah. the specific one was what was the content that you were making when yeah. it did click uh i was in such a weird place i was living in a living room sleeping on a floor mm. um and I was working at a dog bakery and I was working at a coffee shop and hustling and meeting people and doing everything I could. Mm. And I was working at this coffee shop and I kept, you know, having to call out of work to like have like, you know, different things happening in my life that I couldn't let go. Like, like I did like a Adam Sandler movie and I was like, I got to call out of work. You know, like I did a video with Jake Paul and it's like, I got to call out of work. Like I, I had all these like big opportunities I had to call out of work. And this one manager would, would support me a bunch. Like, you know what? I believe in you take off of work, do whatever you want to do. And then she quit. And this new manager came in who hated me. And she sat down with me. She's like, I know you think you're going to be like some big, uh, you know, celebrity one day, but you got to understand like you're in a good job here with good tips and good money. Motherfucker, I was making $8 an hour, maybe making $30 a day in tips. Like suck a huge fucking dick. Like and and then and then one day, you know, I cover somebody's shift to be nice cuz I'm a fucking nice guy and she gives me a gift card for a $5 movie pass. Stop it. And she writes on she's like, you know, Hopefully one day in the movies, but if not, at least you can go see the movies and like this super, you quit that super today. fucking bitchy and like really <laughs> shitty. And I remember I was in a, I was in a car with a bunch of my friends, 
And I caught out of work because I was going to this MMA gym to film a video, like mm. fighting somebody in MMA, like to do a funny video. So your YouTube content was like vlog, funny, like wild shit. Vlog, funny shit. Just like I did a bunch of like random shit. Like I um did like a firecracker thong. <laughs> I like j- would jump on cactuses. I would do like challenges, just like weird shit. And then a lot of other stuff was just what my life was like hanging around celebrities or going to parties or, you know, doing stupid stuff or like just real life stuff. So documenting your life that happened to be pretty crazy. Yeah. Just documenting my life. And I remember I, I had this merch company reach out to me and they're like, we want to do merch for you. And I was like, okay, cool. I I don't know if it's going to sell, but let's do some shirts. So we we did some shirts. I put them up on my Instagram, put them up on my YouTube and I'm in the car and I called out of work this day and the dumb fucking piece of shit manager texts me and calls me a bunch like, I told you if you called out of work one more time, like this is going to be the last fucking time and, you know, call me back so we can talk. And so I called her back and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm sick. Like, you know, I'll be in tomorrow. And she's like, okay, you better be because if you ever call out of work again, you're fired. And blah, blah, blah. And literally, as soon as I hung up that that call, I get a text from the merch guy like, hey, man, uh, I just want to say congrats. And I was like, what? And I look back and uh, my manager at the time uh, for for like social media and stuff was like, yo, you sold $16,000 with the shirts. And I was like, what? At the time, I had like $10 to my name. I was like, you're, you're fucking with me, right? And he's like, no. And I was like, when do I get that? And he's like, oh, you'll get a check this week. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> hey. Tell yeah. me you filmed it. Katrina, fuck you. I was like, hey, um, I fucking quit. And like, like you could suck a fucking huge dick. And like, I hope you have a great life, but I will never be returning. Yeah. And it was it went to voicemail. So fucking left a voicemail. And then she texted me, Are you fucking serious? Like, you can't do this. Like, did it. And I was like, no, I, I fucking quit. Like, fuck you. And never spoke to her again. Then she kept calling me. She's like, I need all the keys back. I need this. I need that. Never did anything go back in like as my career started to grow bigger and bigger and bigger and i was making like a lot of money i go back in the coffee shop and she's working behind the fucking counter right and uh i order a drink and she looks at me and she just walks away because she knew how big my career was getting and uh i I put a 20 in the tip jar and i'm just like walk yeah but then that that same thing happened uh i worked at oakley's a sunglass store in times square making like ten dollars an hour like 40 hours a week working my ass off when I lived in New York City, yeah, and I wanted to do the same thing I'm doing now, and all these people never believed in me. They looked at me like I was a fucking joke, you know. And there was this lady there that was just like such a mean piece of shit. Fast forward like four years later, so the Oakley Times Square store is right here, and then right behind it is the PlayStation Theater. It's yeah. like a huge, you uh, know? Yeah, 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 and then right yeah, above yeah. is the uh, MTV building where they did like TRL and mm-hmm. stuff. And go back four years later sold out the playstation theater and all these people are lined up they're all fans right so i'm inside the building and like security's like you can't go outside you're like you're gonna start right you like you don't do not go outside and i was like fuck this shit i'm going outside so i snuck out the door and i go outside and like i'm walking and people are like screaming and freaking the fuck out and chasing me so i run inside the store where i used to work oakley that same bitch is still working in there, bro. And and like all these people are coming up, like asking for photos, like screaming, freaking out. And I'm just like looking at my life and I'm like, uh, wow. Uh, wow. I love that you've had like legitimate, like full circle moments. Bro, I fucking, when I was homeless as a kid, me and my dad would go to the House of Blues in Orlando in downtown Disney. And we would sit outside the venue and listen to people playing inside. <laughs> Fast forward five years, sold out the House of Blues, bro. Yeah. 
bro that's fucking cool insane right so it's just like yeah dude. yeah man i don't know that's L- uh, that's pretty cool obvious it's kind of cheesy but i'm sure there's more music and shit coming out but oh, is there yeah. like is there any like good way to conclude that is there anything that you're currently at right now or any like yeah, yeah. To- um, I have a. You ever heard of the band Lit? No surprise yeah. to me. I am and my own worst enemy. Because every, every now, now and then, then I kick the living yeah. shit out of me. No, I've never heard of them. Oh, so I, I, I did a, I did a few shows with them, and uh, I think I'm possibly gonna do a tour with them coming up. And uh, I just I cut a song with them, and uh, so I'm releasing a song with them coming up. And then I have like, oh, it's so good because I have so much like unbelievable music that like i know like like there's certain things inside of you when you go to the studio and you make a shit song you're like oh fuck i wasted the day and then when you get out of the studio and you're like holy fuck i just made a fucking hit today and then you just like play it and you play it and you play it and you play it and you keep playing you're like and no matter how many times you hear it you keep in your mind like holy fuck this is the one this is the one yeah 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 yeah, i have like fucking 10 of those right now it's just it's just fucking incredible because i have so much amazing music that i've been holding on to because i need to get bigger yeah before i drop this really good music so it's like i have some of the best music i've ever made in my life coming out and I'm fighting my label right now to drop an album because I haven't dropped an album in like two and a half years and I really want to put one out. And it's just the music is so pure and beautiful and real. And I'm just so excited just to give a little piece of it to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Fucking thank you, bro. sick. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited, excited to watch yeah, all that fuck, happen. Yeah, now. Fuck yeah, bro. Thank you for doing this. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wasn't ready for such a story. That's, oh, let's go. That's fucking cool. <laughs> Damn, well, this was amazing. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs>